Everyone, welcome to Monday through Friday, Cellular Agriculture for a Pandemic-Free Future. This is episode number 11. My name is George Ortega, and we're recording this on July 21st, 2020 at 10.14 p.m. Eastern Time. And uh, I'm going to just start this episode by just reviewing the basics. You know, we've gotten into various details of, for example, vaccines and, you know, related issues, but it's important to just keep going over and over the, the basics until you appreciate the importance of it. All right. Um, this pandemic, like MERS, SARS, Ebola, Zika, um, like so many of them, they're, they're, they're zoonotic. They're, they're caused by animals. And, um, and this one happened to have been caused in a wet market with wild animals. But um, outbreaks of the kinds of infectious diseases that the coronavirus is are regularly found in our factory farms. And um, outbreaks occasionally are found also in, in smaller farms, family farms. For example, the, uh, the 1918 Spanish flu, they believe came from a family farm, either a pig farm or a uh, chicken farm. And the way that works is, you know, all it takes is for, you know, a pig, for example, to, to eat a half-eaten fruit that a bat maybe was, was eating and, and the pig gets infected and, the, you know, it doesn't have to require the, the really unsanitary conditions of a factory farm to, uh, to spread these, these uh, viruses, these, these uh, pandemics. All right, so, but this is about how to move into the future as we move away from this as safe as possible from future pandemics. Okay, so um, the best option is for us to simply go vegan, for the entire world to stop eating animals. Uh, that would be the safest. Um, in addition to that, you know, that, that's to prevent the, um, the outbreaks that turn into epidemics and then potentially pandemics. Um, we also need to um, work on vaccines and, and that it's so complicated you know the, the hurdles to that are so so monumental that um you know it's it's a limited kind of uh, response um and since you know since we're not going to anytime soon i don't believe i you know i should probably promote it more all go vegan um you know, we are very, very fortunate that in 2013, a brand new industry uh, was, um, was introduced where we can take cells, take a biopsy, a grain of, um, of uh, rice from, from a cow or, or a pig or a chicken, even with a, with a chicken wing or, or chicken feather rather, you can, um, you can take a small section of that feather and basically they take these cells and they grow them in labs. And these, these cells have to be grown in completely sanitary conditions. 
So, um, so that's why they represent our best chance of, um, of avoiding future pandemics. There's absolutely no opportunity for a bat to, to infect one of these, you know, cell cultures. You know, again, they're in labs or in sanitary environments. Um, and uh, so, all right, so we're moving in that direction. And, you know, incidentally, these new foods are gonna be much healthier for us, you know, than, than the, the meat and dairy and, and fish we, we buy, you know, we buy in the supermarkets that come from animals. Um, quick example, um, they can be made without cholesterol, without saturated fat. You know, and this isn't genetic engineering. This is just the way they, they um, the processes that they use. So, okay, well, um, this is our this is our only option, and 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 the, the what this show is probably most about is that um, you know there are about forty or fifty startups that that you know they they um they came into being soon after 2013, after the Mark Post of the Netherlands just premiered this first, you know, lab-grown hamburger patty in, in a London um, event. Uh, and so the problem is that combined, all of them have about maybe a billion dollars invested in that industry. It's, it's a very, it's going to happen. You know, it's, it's, I mean, like, if you're, if you have, like, 10, 20 years, you know, of, of time to wait for an excellent investment, you know, um, shares of a stock, this, you know, this couldn't be better because it's absolutely going to happen. But the problem is that at this rate of in investment, it may take 10 years or longer for various kinds of research challenges that still need to be met to, to be accomplished. For example, right now they can grow these in the labs but they need to scale it up. They need to scale it up to industrial production. Um, they still have to, you know, perfect some of the mediums, uh, the growth mediums for the cells. And then naturally, com more complex meat products, like let's say sirloin steak or, or T-bone steak, that's, that's a few years out. It, it's a much more complicated process, but basically just like chicken nuggets, beef, hot dogs, you know, pork, you know, they can do this um, now, but again, to, to bring it to market at competitive prices, so you're not paying any more for these products than you are for the meat and dairy and egg products you, you buy now, um, it, it probably will, you know, at this rate of progress, perhaps 10 years or longer. Now, the problem with that is we don't have perhaps that, um, that time to wait. These, these viruses are, are coming, um, more and more frequently and 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 there some of them as, as we're seeing now are very virulent and and you know i say this relatively because the coronavirus is a relatively mild virus compared to some others that um that um that have that have threatened us and we've, we've been lucky we've been extremely lucky with these others all right now one would think that um you know developing that it could be 10, 15 years before we develop vaccines to, uh, to vaccinate us against many of these. But that's, that's I think, a much more complex problem. Um, 
And uh, it doesn't solve everything. In other words, like, um, see, the, the problem is, is especially these factory farms with, with amazingly unsanitary conditions. So, so in addition to these pandemics that we're experiencing now that come from viruses, what we have to worry about, and you know, scientists have been warning us about this for, for decades, uh, we have antibiotics that are extremely useful to keeping us healthy, you know, and, but the problem is the more we use them, the more these bacteria get resistant to the antibiotics that we use. They, they, they mutate, they, they find ways to avoid, you know, being killed by these antibiotics that we have. And so the more we use the, um, the sooner they'll develop these resistances. And we're worried, we're worried about these superbugs. We're worried about bacteria developing that we don't have antibiotics to address, you know, to treat. And, and so the problem is, if, if we relied just on, on vaccines and anti antiviral medications, you know, once a person's sick already, to just get them better, if we relied on that and maintained our factory farms, we would still have to worry about this antimicrobial, antibiotic resistance that, that many experts have, um, have suggested is a greater threat to our human existence, our human civilization, but even climate change. Okay, so, so that, that I think is why um, it's not nearly enough for us to pursue the, these vaccines, these vaccinations. You know, first they, they might take 10, 15 years. And, and the, the other problem with vaccines is unless they, they can find some way to, to develop them that, um, that address all kinds of viruses, regardless of how they mutate, because these viruses mutate all the time, they get more virulent, they get more contagious, you know. Um, we, we, you know, we need to uh, be able to, um, we, we, we need to be able to end the factory farming because of this threat. Okay, oh, the, 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 you know, the, these, um, the, the viruses, you know, vaccines against viruses, against flu viruses, they're not gonna protect us against this antibiotic resistance. And that's the main reason why we, we, we can't be complacent and, and say, well, we have these vaccines that in 10, 15 years are gonna save us. Because, you know, again, the, um, the threats emerge and this antibacterial, I mean, I'm, I'm, yeah, I, I, they, they could conceivably develop an antibiotic that works against all bacteria that they can't mutate against potentially. But again, that's probably 10, 15, 20 years out, if that. Um, and there's another component to this. Let's say, let's say these vaccine, antiviral, antibacterial strategies were effective. You know, um, we also have, you know, like I'm addressing, I'm, I'm, I'm talking to the 90% of you here in the United States that believe in God or higher power. I mean, you understand that, that part of this belief um, entails this idea that, that when we do good and we've done 
a lot of good as, as, a, as a species, as a humanity. We get rewarded. We're, we're living in better times today, and this was like the, the theme of yesterday's show, than ever, you know, by, by, by so many measures. It, it's unbelievable. So we've done a lot of good, but, you know, a person can do a lot of good and then like, you know, for example, like uh, own a slave or kill people or something, you know, something like that. So in other words, like it doesn't matter how much good we do. If we do bad, if we, if we are immoral, if we're evil, like we are, um, the way we treat these animals and farms, that we pay people to abuse them and torture them so we can get cheaper products. You know, we, 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 we can expect, you know, that this is our understanding of reality. You know, this is a spiritual, religious understanding that God, you know, this higher power rewards us and punishes us. So it's conceivable to expect that, yes, theoretically, we may be able to develop these vaccines, these antibiotic, uh, antibiotics that are like, you know, immune to resistance, immune to, to bacteria mutating against them. Theoretically, it's possible, but God, this higher power, may not allow us to get away with that, you know, without ending the, these, these, fam these, these factory farms especially. All right, so that's, that's the basic theme. That's the basic message that, that uh, we need to understand. Um, and again, you know, I'm, I'm reading now a couple of books on pandemics, and the more I read, the, the, the more frightening it becomes. Um, governments don't want to spend the money to develop these treatments, these vaccines. Uh, first of all, I mentioned this yesterday, you know, in the past until 1980 or so, there were government programs here in the United States working on this. But then it all got shifted to the private sector, to the pharmaceutical industry. And these pharmaceutical companies will not, will not devote the resources to, to investigate potential vaccines unless they see some kind of profit that's gonna like, you know, pay for their investment. And that's the problem. Um, we have another problem is actually, we have containment pro uh, strategies now they, they have developed these now, World Health Organization and other organizations that are devoted to, um, to basically, you know, figuring out this problem of the epidemics of contagious diseases. They have established protocols and procedures and, and you know, ways of, of preventing these pandemics, but there's a major problem. In other words, like, for these procedures to work, they have to be done very early. You know, as soon as like, for example, someone is detected with um, a contagious disease and they identify it as being zoonotic and um, of a specific nature, there are things they can do, but they're expensive. I mean, they're not, you know, relative to what this eight trillion um, we were expected to spend on, on this coronavirus. It, it's, it's a bargain what these are, but in the, in the minds of politicians, no, because what happens is, you know, in the past, they have implemented these protocols. You know, very early on, they've, they've done these things and they've worked. But the problem is the, the politicians are not <laughs> the brightest people in the world. They don't, they don't appreciate that that's a success. They, they doubt the scientists. They, they say, well, you know, 
I didn't see anybody, you know, dying from this. I, I didn't see people like, you know, being spread. And that's because it was, it was caught so early. So yes, we, we have this, these ways of, 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 you know, scaling up, of, of making much more effective the, these uh, containment uh, strategies. Um, but, but again, you have these political um, problems that, that make it um, difficult. And again, there, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll raise more, more, um, more caveats, more objections about this, uh, this vaccine, you know, pharmaceutical solution in future shows. I'm just learning about it myself. Um, but, you know, from what I've read, you know, I can't remember all of it. There's a lot of information. It's just, it's not, it's not going to be enough. It's, it won't. So, um, so, all right, back to the main point, we need to invest, invest more than $1 billion in, in this new industry. You know, if, we, if we're at this rate, again, in 10, 15 years, we might have these, these, um, these lab-grown meat products in supermarkets, you know, everywhere. But we may be hit with another coronavirus-like pandemic in five years or 10 years before this happens. You know, uh, God may punish us again if we don't get it this time, if we don't get how amazingly horrible and evil we've been and are continuing to be. So, so I mean, I propose, you know, I, I, I picked a ballpark figure. I, um, and, and again, this is like, it's not based on any expert analysis. I, I'll, maybe I'll, you know, find some, some people who have made this analysis and I'll report that. But basically, I, I, the thought came to me, well, if you, if you, if you fast track $50 billion into this, just like they're spending more money on, on fast tracking the vaccines, you know, that they were, they were thinking, well, it might take two, three years for this vaccine to be developed against the COVID-19. Now they're thinking a year, year and a half, because they're investing so many more resources in it. So, so I, I thought to myself, yeah, $50 billion should be able to fast track the research. So instead of having to wait 10 or 15 years for these products to be in supermarkets, maybe we have to wait three or four. And we, we may be in this current distancing economic shutdown for a year or two or perhaps longer. So, I mean, ideally, the, the, the best scenario would be to, to fast track, you know, to, to spend this money now. And I mean the complete 50 billion, you know, to, to hire so many more researchers, to give them the resources they need, the labs, you know, whatever they need. Um, and so like, you know, again, people think, well, $50 billion is a lot. But as I mentioned before, um, the Congressional Budget Office back in, in May predicted that this coronavirus is going to cost just the United States about $8 trillion. And um, is it eight or, or maybe six? I'm not, one or the other. I mean, if you do the math, um, I got to look, look at my notes, whatever. But if you do the math, this 50 billion dollars represents about six tenths of a percent, about half of a percent of the money we're going to be spending on this, you know, COVID-19. So, so, I mean, like for our politicians to not get this, to not get that this is a bargain to be able to like, you know, be pandemic free. And, you know, I mean, there's, 
there's got to be more also because like um, it has to be a global effort. You know, for example, let's say we develop these vaccines. Okay, let's say you know we 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 don't go the the, the fast tracking this 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 farm. You know, this um, cell uh, agriculture. You know, cell based meat strategy. Um, well then, let's let's say we 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 use the vaccines. Up. So like if we if we go the vaccine route, you know, we we're gonna have to this we're gonna have to like ensure that every country in the world does this. I mean every and a lot of the, the countries, you know, especially in sub-Saharan Africa, other parts of the world, South America, they don't have the resources to be able to afford this. We do. We we can afford this for every country in the world, you know, easily you know, more than easily. But what, what I'm trying to say is that um, this is the kind of global cooperation we're going to need to be um, free of this. And, um, and so part of this, you know, as long as we're, we have to get the entire world involved on being safe from future pandemics, we might as well get the entire world involved in shifting from a, an omnivore, carnist diet to a plant-based diet. Uh, a lot of these, for example, in China, that China ha has lifted about 300 million people from extreme poverty in the last several decades. You know, that's almost the, the, the number of people in our entire, you know, United States population. I think we're about 330 million now. And the problem with that, and it's not just China, it's throughout the world, is people, you know, move from poverty into the middle class, whatever. They want meat because like you know meat is touted as 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 a food for for the rich a food for the successful and all and it's it's really a bogus kind of uh, you know selling because like you know this meat is just not um it's not essential to our health i mean there's so many vegans out there people who just eat plant-based foods that are actually a lot healthier than us in, in, in a lot of ways. They don't get the heart disease that we do. They don't get the cancer. You know, I've been a vegan for 15 years, a vegetarian since 92. And, um, and so, you know, some people will tell you, well, you need meat to be healthy. No, actually the, the meat that we, you know, um, here in the United States, um, the number one killer, uh, about half a million people is heart disease. Number one cause of heart disease is red meat, you know, just eating meat. Uh, same with cancer, you know, um, these meat products, processed meats, you know. So, so this, 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 this philosophy that we've sold ourselves and the rest of the world on that, that, um, that meat is, is better than plant-based diet, is, it's just, uh, it's so mis misguided, it's so wrong. So yeah, we'd have to do that. This would have to be kind of like a Manhattan Project that involves the entire world that, um, that teaches people that that these um, plant-based, you know, foods are, are, are so much healthier, and again, um, they're 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 so much less expensive, you know, for for these developing economies. You know, it's, it's a lot. Of, think about it. You know, like beans, beans, rice, uh, grains. You know, wheat. These are major sources of protein that they're much much less expensive than the protein we get from from beef and chicken and pork you know so this is something else um i mean there's so much more to this i mean like you know as we go from about seven and a half billion people right now to perhaps nine and a half ten billion in 2050 
we're going to have to like at in status quo you know business as usual just raise so much more food grow so much more food to feed these animals you know because like that you know most people don't realize that the vast majority of our crops they're they're not feeding people you know the corn the soy they're feeding animals you know and and they're they're they exhaust our water supplies you know our water resources that I'll, I'll go into it in other shows I've, I've talked about it before you know like the, the livestock industry for example is responsible for almost 15 percent of, of man-made climate uh, change greenhouse gases which is about the equivalent of the entire transportation industry the, the global industry you know cars trains ships everything combined um so again that's what the message is and um i'd like to you know continue with this this theme of morality you know how do we not I mean, how do you guys you know who, who eat meat and fish and dairy and pay people to do that how do you how do you do that how do you not understand the harm you're doing how do you not understand you know that these are sentient beings that pigs are more intelligent than dogs you know they feel pain you know these female pigs while they're pregnant and while they're gestating when after they have their their their, their offspring whatever uh they they're kept in in cages so small many times that um they can't even turn around for months and months and months at a time um chickens you know egg-laying chickens are kept crammed together three four five six seven per cage and the cage is so small that the birds can't even like spread their wings you know for for weeks at a time you know that, uh, well actually no for about a year in that case um and and you know they're, they're stacked on top of each other for the so the chickens on top are defecating and urinating on the chickens on the bottom you know and that's why they have to keep them pumped up with 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 antibiotics to, to you know to because the, the conditions are so unsanitary um but that you know that's 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 suffering and and, and you're doing this you know you're doing that i don't blame you you know this isn't about blame you know um you you were born into this world and nobody's talking about it your politicians aren't talking about it your clergy isn't talking about it the media isn't talking about it so you kind of figure well it's just the world it's just the way things are but come on i mean you, you know you graduated generally high school college you know you you, you understand the evil that, that is being done to these animals far worse than slavery far worse than the holocaust i can't think of a, a, a of a greater um greater horror you know that, that we humans have ever done you know and we're doing it now so um all right well again we went through the the basic um and, and again I'll, I'll go over this as you know i'm learning more each, each day as i read the books and I'll, I'll introduce more more topics so all right watch this monday through friday on channel 76 optimum uh 45 verizon on white plains community media I'm also uploading the episodes to YouTube. I've been really diligent about doing that. I generally upload each episode, um, you know, even before it airs in White Plains. You know, you catch it the night before. This is airing um, casting tomorrow. So, um, so think about it. If you believe in God or a higher power that rewards and punishes for what we do and don't do, 
it's got to make sense to you for even if it's not for kindness for compassion just for self-preservation you know if you, if you, you know caring for your children and grandchildren because this, this is going to just get worse you know if you care about all that then you'll understand that ending farming of animals and transitioning to cellular agriculture is our best method all right i'll see you tomorrow